Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We had a big trade go down, a big fun one. We're going to talk all about it. Burns, not on the Brewers. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. It's brought to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy, sitting here with Jake, Trevor, coming to you from California, and producer BBD behind the dish. Corbin Burns traded from the Brewers to the Orioles. And some other moves that we have yet to discuss will be discussed on the show today. Jake, how are you? How was your weekend? James, Trev, BBD, everyone tuning in. Thank you, guys. Uh, and subscribe. Why not? Weekend was good. Uh, glad to put January in my rear view. Uh, didn't love January this year. I don't know. Thought it thought it had some kickstart juice. It did not. Uh, and we are, God, ten, nine days out from pitchers and catchers. Uh, we still have <laughs> four big free agents out there. I think there might be a couple more trades. Uh, and this uh, Corbin Burns to Baltimore. Has me a little worried for my Yanks, Trev, but I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great as well. I, I can't wait to talk about this trade. I think it's fascinating. I think these two teams like kind of like line up against each other in certain ways. We'll talk about it a lot. I did say that I did something dangerous last night. So I think now is probably the time to talk about it. I'm headed home from the airport. Torrential downpour in Los Angeles right now. I'm on the 405, Jake, your favorite freeway. Yeah. Other than the 5. I saw you there. All of a sudden, I see a bright red in front of me. A lot of brake lights, right? But then, to my right, I see headlights. Now, usually the headlights are on the left, right? Because that's the way the traffic's going. They were on the right. People were driving the wrong way on the 405. And I said, what the heck is going on? I got up there, saw those brake lights. You know what I did? I joined them. Yeah. I drove the wrong way last night on the 405 and exited. I guess there was something. I don't even know what happened. Maybe a flood, maybe a, a mudslide, maybe an accident. But I know I avoided like an extra two hours at about midnight last night with my kids on the freeway because I turned around. I'm very proud of myself for doing this. Maybe they were giving scary. away free money. What does that mean? Maybe like a truck spilled over. Could have been a nice oh, thing. Oh, shoot. So now you're saying I messed yeah. up. Yeah, like truck, oh. truck could have spilled over with tons of good cereal in it. Dude, it's 2024. How have you not, like, Googled 405 I accident? I did. I went on X and freaking nice. looked it up. What well, wasn't? All I know is I saved a lot of time last night, and I did something that, I mean, come on. I, when's the last time or have you ever driven the wrong way on a freeway? I'm pretty proud of myself. How are That's you, my story. Man? James, what's up with you? I'm I'm doing well. I got a new car, and I drove it to work today, and no traffic. So that's a Bugatti. Nice. Yeah, Bugatti. That sounds like a car you would drive. Did you get Dodge Dingo? Dodge Dingo. Yeah. <laughs> nice. A Rav Four. No, that's what I was driving. Those are sick. I turned Chop that in. it down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about the Brewers, Jake? Uh, I mean, the more exciting part is the Baltimore Orioles. Um, man, we, uh, I, I know the baseball today, guy, well, actually not the baseball today guys, Chris Rose and Jolly Olive went live after it happened. Uh, cause Chris Rose is all about that live game today. Make sure you go check out baseball today live. Uh, Corbin Burns is an Oriole. I, I owe, well, I was going to say I owe Oriole fans an apology cause I was like, I, I, haven't seen this team do the all-in move, so I just never never thought they would. And maybe there's something with new ownership. I, I don't know if they've got their paws in there yet, but uh, they went in for one year of Corbin Burns, which that's what you can expect for now. I know Orioles fans think maybe maybe he'll be the guy that they resign and go all-in on. 
He's a Boris guy, so he's going to hit free agency. And I know even when we talked to Corbin Burns, what was that, like two years ago, he was kind of looking forward to free agency. So uh, the Orioles get their ace. It's it's when you looked on paper at the roster, it was the thing that it felt like the team was missing. Even though Kyle just being braddish last year, I think fourth in the Cy Young or something like that. Kind of braddish. Grace and Rod uh, looking for the breakout, but Corbin Burns, 200 innings last year, a 3-3-9 in what was considered a down year for him. Uh, goes over for D.L. Hall, who was and is an interesting left-handed pitching prospect. He kind of faded out, but he's kind of come back, but he kind of did that in the bullpen, but it seems like the Brewers are going to let him start, and they've got a long history of tapping into pitching. Uh, and then Joey Ortiz, who's a potential Willie Adamas replacement at some point, another top 100 infielder that supposedly has the contact tool we'll see what else is there and they get like a first round pick which trev i was laughing when that happened because the other day you were saying you're like man if they start trading picks in baseball and like we have this weird compensatory pick lane uh that you can do it so i don't know uh, aiming wide it's like an okay haul for the brewers but it's a tough message to the team and like feels like we've said that before on this show uh, I think it opens up the central, and on the other side in the east, I think it, I think it closes the east. If I'm being honest, it is like I think it's very interesting on both sides of this trade. I know that's how trades work. There's always two <laughs> sides to it, but for the Orioles, I mean, yes, we we are seeing them somewhat kind of push their chips to the table, even though they didn't really have to give up what we'd consider like going all in. They're, they haven't done that yet, like DL Hall. Worked in the bullpen for them last year. He's been a starter all his minor league career. How are you feeling about the hair for D.O. Hall? Is it good hair or weird hair? It's perfect I'm, I'm kind brewer of in between. Hair. It's perfect brewer hair. You think so? Okay. Okay. Um, I I kind of want to go brewers first, I think, okay. and then maybe get into it. At least that's where mind, mind is at. What does this mean now for Adamus? What does this mean for... Uh, Devin Williams in the back end of their bullpen. Like, they always kind of do this, dude. Like, this is their MO. Let's get let's get these players. We understand they're most likely going to walk. Uh, we, we, we can find talent, develop talent, but we can't afford to keep the talent. That's kind of what's going on uh, in Milwaukee. So they're always looking to, you know, when, when a guy's one year, two years out from free agency, they're always looking to do like something like this too quote-unquote, thread the needle mm. and stay competitive without... When's the last time Milwaukee pushed the chips to the table? We've been asking them to do that for so long. And then my my mind goes, what do they tell Reese Hoskins? Like, when Reese signs there, do they tell him, yeah, we're, we're keeping these guys, we're going to go for it? Or do they let him in on, on the plan? Because if I'm Reese now, I'm like, come on, man. Like, I thought I had Corbin Burns at the top of the rotation. I understand there's a chance maybe during the season... Uh, that he would get traded. That's depending on how we did at the first part of the season. So there's so many aspects to this for the Brewers. I do believe now they're 100% shopping Adamus and Williams because, like you mentioned, they got a, re a semi-replacement uh, for Adamus. He's a free agent after this year. Williams has an, an extra year after 2025, but he's a reliever. Like I almost wouldn't even fault them for, for trading him because that is a volatile position and – I think he's going to be good. He doesn't rely on on velocity, so I think he could be good for a long time. But this is kind of just their mo. And I think if you're on the team or a fan of the Brewers, you're like, man, like we had this window. We never really pushed the chips in the table until we like Reese Hoskins is probably what is that the biggest like move that they made offensively in this window with all this pitching and just it seems like we kind of they they want that stability and the consistency of competing every year. But I think they had more than that with the, the, the starting pitchers they've had over the last three or four years, and they made the playoffs but didn't really ever push them all in. So I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'd be sad if I was uh, a Brewers fan. Well, my question is, and, I, and as a Yankee fan, I, I guess lately we lean more towards the Brewers, but the Yankees are kind of a mixture of the Brewers and what the Orioles are doing now. So my question is, the Orioles clearly – um, reset. They tanked or whatever, right? They yes. uh, they bottomed out. They didn't acquire. They they um, what's the term? That's tanked. They like didn't rebuild. They did a rebuild. full rebuild. Yeah, they did a full, full rebuild. rebuild. Right. So the Brewers are saying that they 
don't want to do a full rebuild. They want to be competitive every single year. And they've made the playoffs the last five out of six years. But the cost of doing that is never losing pieces without getting something back. So they knew that Burns was going to go to free agency. He was going to uh, go to whoever pays the most because he's a Boris client. So they're going to lose him for nothing. And if they want to stay competitive, they need to trade him in for two, three guys that may help right away and continue it. As a fan, I've, I, I don't really, I've never, I don't have uh, history with either, but I'd rather, I think, be the Orioles and be like, I will accept an, a, a rebuild if you promise me that when we're good, you're going to replenish the team and go get people. And I think like the Astros did that. Uh, the Cubs rebuild was successful. We've seen successful quick rebuilds. But the Brewers, like, if you want to, you're going to be competitive. That's great. But you've lost the wild card series like the last four out of five. You went to the CS in 2018 and we're game seven, and that's awesome. But, like, if you want to win in the playoffs, you need guys like Burns. So I don't know. You know, some Brewers fans might be like, no, we're competitive every year. We always have a chance at winning the division. And then they believe the playoffs is a crapshoot. I don't believe the playoffs is a total crapshoot. I know that it's got some elements of that. You still need studs, uh, especially pitching. So I guess like fans of both Orioles fans, when you're going through that rebuild, would you have rather just been like competitive enough? And also the Brewers division allows them to be competitive enough where other divisions you can't do that. You have to kind of rebuild and go all in. But it is a move that the Orioles, I like the quotes from Elias who said, uh, we've been talking about this since the World Series ended. Corbin Birds is exactly what we needed. We were in a dogged pursuit of him the entire offseason. You like to hear that if you're an Orioles fan? Dogged? I wonder how many teams were in on them, on him. Dogged like, pursuit, that, yeah. Wow. I like that too. Yeah. Do you think this was like, it seems to me if there was several teams, uh, you know, jockeying another good word uh, for Corbin Burns in the off season, uh, we would have heard about it and see, maybe heard some packages, especially now after the trade has come out. Usually that's how it comes. Like there's be leaks of information. We haven't really heard that yet. So I'm very curious to see or to know how many teams were like fully in pursuit of Corbin Burns. Like were the Dodgers one of them or, uh, you know, like there's so many teams that need a, a guy like this. And the package, I think, is good. For, I, I actually do think the package will let the Brewers continue to be competitive at the pace they want to be. Uh, but it didn't, like, blow blow me away. And I understand it's just for one year. Um, but I want to I want to know who else was trying to pry Corbin from, from the Brewers. Well, that's the, the interesting thing. I guess for for every team, if you're not an Orioles or Brewers fan, that's kind of what you're wondering because there's still guys out there that that may be dealt. And like, well, how many times have we heard Dylan Cease? The White Sox are asking for a King's ransom. It's two years of Dylan Cease. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for one year, you, you lean Corbin Burns is the better starting pitcher. He's just been more consistent. He's got the sigh. Um, you know, Cease has had a couple fluctuating years, but he's all you know he's very good, very talented, and you get him for two years, that the price for one year of Corbin Burns looks like it was essentially three-ish top 100 prospects. Uh, Hall was, and he's kind of resurging again. Uh, Ortiz just kind of broke out, uh, and they get that pick, which, you know, kind of love that, a control-your-own-destiny with that one. That, yeah, I mean, this it, this felt, unfortunately, so Brewers it hurt. Like, they, like, like Jim was saying, you know, they... They traded away Hader, um, and you know part of one of the guys in that trade was Estuary Ruiz, who helped them get William Contreras after that. And they've got another guy in that trade, Robert Gasser, is probably going to be pitching innings for them this year. And DL Hall and Ortiz, you're probably going to see them on the Brewers for the next three, four years. Like so, they're you know even if they're one war players, that's how they view these kind of things. Like all right, we're we're going to still be reaping the rewards of it, um, even though I. You know, I, I was getting on the Brewers hype train, man. I, I was kept looking at the Central like, okay, the Cardinals, let's find out this year. Um, uh, the Reds, maybe they can take a jump, and I actually I, sneaky like some of their signings. 
the Cubs were supposed to be the resurgent team, and I think DraftKings still had them as the NL Central. They still haven't like upgraded yet. <laughs> like they they've still they're still down from last season where they won eighty three games, and the Brewers won ninety two. And I was like proud of them for keeping Burns and being like, hey, maybe this Trio kid's a stud. And they signed they signed Reese. Um, and now, yeah, I don't know the rotation. Freddie Peralta, Wade Miley as their two. Colin Rea, Joe Ross, and D.L. Hall. I don't know. I, I know the Brewers, they've had a history of winning, and this year's going to be a big test for them. I, I know we laughed at no Stearns and no Council, but they they think they're about to refill the pipeline and have another window where they look to win 90 games a year, and they're hoping for that one postseason everything clicks. This is one of the big test years for me because, I mean, just two weeks before spring training to move Corbin Burns, uh, that hurts, man. That hurts. Yeah, Matt Arnold uh, had a bunch of, I think they were good quotes about this, explaining the process and why they're doing it and all and, and, and all that. You know, whether you agree with it or not, at least he was kind of forthright and and wasn't, you know, he didn't act like something else happened. Like, he's like, yeah, we had to trade this guy. This is what we do. We want to continue to stay competitive. I think they do deserve, uh, you know, some praise for signing a guy like Jackson Trio and 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 banking on his talent and I just think and I've been on I mean I haven't been on a bunch of I, I wasn't on winning teams really but the times where we were in contention and you didn't make the push it hurts man and I feel like that's just kind of been what's been going on there like they're in it like they're in the playoffs like they just needed something to get them over the edge and what I, I was trying to think of like when's the last time that happened for them? Was it CC when they went and traded for him? Like was that the last time they were like okay, yeah, let's go get a dog. But that's even a rental is a little different than like a free agent. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, for the Orioles side of things, it's awesome. Like I, I, <laughs> I was talking about who was I talking to in the office? Um, someone that's employee here, maybe Mike. That's a Yankees fan. And we were saying, like, uh, Jake's pained because of the division. That was not my first reaction. Like, I still don't see the Orioles as, and this isn't to knock them at all. I, they are very good. They're going to be, they're better than, the, uh, they're going to be very good. They just won the division, so it's not that. But it's like, I'm still happy for them. Seeing their fans, like how Cam Camden came alive. Yeah. And I'm like, thank God. Like, this, that's a beautiful ballpark, and it's a really good fan base. But they were just dormant. And I love seeing the young, the young kids. Like, I like teams doing a rebuild in this manner. And then secondly, then I'm like, oh, shit, wait, wait, wait. This is a bad thing. Like, and then it came to me. But we were talk I was talking, I think it was Mike Cole, we were talking about that in the office. Like, my first reaction was like, damn, that's cool. Good job, Orioles. And I was like, oh, fuck, we got to face Burnsy all the time. He's really good. His only appearance against the Yankees, eight innings pitch, zero. I think he, I think he faced, like, a crazy bad lineup when he did that. I uh, I have the baby birds as the easy ALEs favorites. Um, I I think Tampa is taking a step back. Uh, I think with their rotation that let them have a perfect April last year, like all of those guys are hurt. Like Springs is out, Rasmussen's uh, hurt, Glass now got traded. You know the Rays are going to pitch enough. Um, they also banged last year. But I, I don't know. I don't fully see that thump. They've got some question marks. Obviously, the Wander situation hurt them. Toronto, I, I love their pitching. Uh, it's actually their lineup that's kind of weirded me out as, as we're about to get to TPP season, although they just signed Justin Turner. But they, they need that lefty so bad. Like, they, <laughs> they, they need that impact lefty. And Toronto, I don't know, as, as much as we've always loved the talent, they still haven't had that bang season. Our Yanks are coming off their worst year in 30 years. They had Juan Soto and Verdugo, and, th and that's nice, but the pitching has some serious depth question marks uh, that can come alive soon. Have you seen who the actual favorite is? It's the Yankees, right? Yeah. But I think that's just gambling and a lot of Yankee fans going, it's the Yanks, yeah. babe. Um, the Orioles... This was still, like, the start last year. Like, we haven't seen Jackson Holiday, and this dude... I know you're not supposed to talk about kids like this, but what he's doing is freak show stuff. Um, like, we haven't seen him yet. They've got another layer of prospects that they haven't tapped into, whether they want to, and hey, yeah, we might have room for you. 
Heston Kirstad? Or are they going to make the other trade and keep adding? Like, guys that were really good for them are now pushed to, like, the bullpen. Like, Tyler Wells uh, had a really nice season, and right now they don't need him in the rotation. Like, Cedric Mullins has become a bonus piece for them uh, on offense that, yeah, I... I was kind of in on the Orioles, and I thought, you know, it'd be a nice ALE season. Like, let's see who else clicks. Hadn't mentioned the Red Sox yet. Um, And then they added Corbin Burns, who in a contract year at that stadium, new league with a left field that doesn't end. Like, his ERA might be like 2-5 next year. So, I don't know. I'm I'm happy for the Birds. Uh, I I think the AL East is theirs to lose, and they're, they're like stacked. I think I'm going to segue us into our next topic a little bit, but I do have a question. Uh, one, well, I'm, I am worried. I, I like the Orioles. Obviously, this is great for them. I, I can't wait to see Jackson Holiday. I am excited um, about that. He's a handsome stud, hmm. shortstop. You love that. Where is he going to play? What's going on? Um, Was this the new ownership signing off on this, or was this the old ownership? Well, Elias being in dogged pursuit since the World Series ended. I read one article yeah. from the Baltimore Sun. And they said they would, they're not related. Because, yeah, everyone's like, oh, this new ownership came in and did this. I'm like, no, they didn't, dude. Like, they, they're, they like, still doing paperwork over this. Like, yeah. this is just the front office operating as its own entity right now. They obviously knew this was – they had they got this signed off on by the Angelos, I'm assuming. Who might be saying, like, hey, we're about to make a move and you're buying the team – you a fan or something like that, but they're, my, they my they could try this, to resign Bernsey, the new ownership. My, exactly. That's my point with all this is they're still sitting at like ninety mid nineties for their payroll, mid nineties for their payroll. The, where are the Mets at? What are the Dodgers at? I mean, you could add five superstar players if you're trying to match that. They're not going to do that, obviously. But there's a lot of room here. Like there is a lot of room to add. Now, yes. They're going to have to figure out a way to keep Adley, to keep Gunner. I mean, I don't even want to start with Jackson Holiday, but hey, go sign him. Just sign him now. Like, get out in front of this. Like, they have a lot of decisions coming up, like a lot of fun, really cool decisions. But, like, in the meantime, let's go. Let's go get that payroll up, you know, another 40? Another 40 mil? Like, no you need. can do that easily. No need. So, I mean... Go. They need bullpen help still. I will say that about the Orioles. I, I want to see them add huge blow with Bautista being out. Let's let's figure that whole aspect out, and then I'll then I'll be like, yes, hundred percent AL East um, front runners. One of those. One of the kids gets a uh, one of the team like arbitration buyout extensions before opening day. Like that's the that's the new. You think so? New ownership playbook. Like even even I don't think they were involved in the Burns trade, but they're getting part credit for that. You lock up one of the kids, and this new ownership group is already like the favorite people in Baltimore. It seems to me like MLB's been over at the holidays house filming content. Like it seems like that's going to happen, right? Okay. What what is dad let him? Like dad's a vet, like understands free agency and the way the business works. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, he gets he's 20 years old, so if he gets this 7-year contract, he could still hit free agency at the right time. Ugh. They'd want to do I think they'd want to like <laughs> if if they came to it, what did Churio get? Beebs, can you look that up? I think it was like 880 something, right? Like does he does he sign that? You have to, right? You're, you're how old? Not. He just got he married got as a 20-year-old. He got 882, but <clears throat> there's some funky option stuff, so I, I think that 82 is the number he's guaranteed at least. Yeah, the options are the problem. But yeah, the options get confusing. Jackson Holiday probably doesn't take that. Dad played in the show. Orioles stock ownership? Orioles have three prospects in the top 50. Five in the top 100. Keith Law's rankings. They just came out. I don't my best friend. I don't enjoy Keith Law's demeanor sometimes and tone, but I do count. I do, I do put stock into his rankings over anyone else's. He's good at his job. I'll say that about you, Keith. I still sort of want to fight you. Time. Well, since I've started watching 
uh, the Yankees, the way he's talked about Yankees prospects, he's like the only one kind of hit the nail on the head, like along the line of seeing them pan out or not pan out. Like, oh yeah. Okay. That's what he said about them. So I like that. Good for the Orioles. Has anyone panned out? No. Besides judge and Glaber. He was good on Glaber. He's good on judge, but like Florial, he was like, I don't know why other people have this guy in top prospect. This is the year. DraftKings. Speaking of this is the year, you know what's happening this weekend, Trev? Super Bowl the big 58. Game. Oh, they're all in this year. They're the handshakes. Everyone's happy. Super Bowl 58. DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TALKING. New customers can get five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. And that's with code TALKING. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, 21 plus, ages vary by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Do have one more thing that I, I realized we didn't say about the the Brewers end of the trade on the number thirty four pick that we mentioned a little bit in passing, like the the comp pick they would have gotten for Burns leaving in a year is would have been lower than that pick. Um, so they they beat just that pick value now, and they got two prospects that they're presumably interested in. Yeah, they hit the mark that they wanted to hit. This is their game plan, people. If you're a Brewers fan, you understand it. If you're just watching and trying to wrap your head around it, this is what they're trying to do. They want to stay competitive enough at the big league level while keeping well, their payrolls always. There's teams that care about the draft picks, and there's teams that don't really care about the draft picks. I think they care about the draft picks, and they've been able. I feel like they're a, a team that. They're better than average and maybe even upper echelon, I think, in like identifying talent and acquiring talent. I think so. I agree with that. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. there's other they're they're, the they're labs draft picks are valued diff- wildly differently across yeah. the league. Yeah, Dalton and I were talking this morning about like, oh, if they just made draft picks straight up tradable, which well, maybe next CBA, but uh, it'd be funny just which you'd see very easily which teams are like, oh, you can take them. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees used to give them life. They didn't care about draft picks at all. Free agents and uh, international signing money is what they would like. That's, changed the, that's a, the money pot right now. They've changed a little bit. But, yeah. Still need to draft. Trev, I've got a uh, something you mentioned there. You mentioned Willie Adamas. Um, you mentioned Devin Williams. Uh, not sure on Devin Williams. I know they, they traded Hayter. You know, they waited up until that deadline. Um, and, you know, that was the first kind of stab. Willie Adamas, uh, he's on the last year. I know I I was the one pushing, like, if you're the Dodgers, how you could not. And let's see where they're at at the deadline, and I think you make a decision then. Uh, you know, because of – I had I had a favor with the Brewers because of Jimmy's hamstring injury. Uh, so I reached out to the Italian uh, sausage, um, and I was told that uh, Willie Adamas uh, – as we know, not only is he great at shortstop, but he's one of the best personalities in baseball yeah. and, like, good guys uh, that uh, that they might want to keep him around even just a big brother for at least half a season. So. Okay. Yeah, I, I think they. I think he's going to get a qualifying offer. And I don't know how big a, a trade package would be necessarily for one year of his services. He's. I think he's an excellent ball player and would fit on a lot of teams, but I think they would say – Let's keep him for that reason. See what's up at the deadline. If if anything, we'll just offer him the qualifying offer. Get another pick for him. The, the Devin Williams one is interesting to me because he's the two years thing. Arguably, would have a demand a bigger package than Corbin Burns, which is kind of crazy if you really think about it. Because Corbin Burns is one of the top pitchers in all of baseball. We're talking about starters, um, but they get some decisions, man. All right. The Orioles I think go. We covered it. I think we covered it. 
We didn't really talk about the ownership change, which is I don't know if we what what there is there because we don't know how what these owners are going to be like. And yeah, I think Orioles fans are rejoicing. For yeah, sure. I do. I just wonder how much of it battle. was the plan. Like, hey, we're going to rebuild, and as soon as we show signs of success, we're out. And how did they have it lined up? Did they not have it lined up? There's an article out right now saying the other owners are upset because the price yes. point isn't what they want it to be. But it seems to kind of fall in line. Like the New York market was two, 2.2 billion, and then Baltimore's 1.7 billion. Like, I, but what do I know? It's that's honestly it seems light to me, um, but I'm not an expert in franchise values and uh, all those terms and stuff like that. But mm. um, there, there is an interesting aspect about it because they do own Masson, which also controls the Nationals' rights, and there's been a feud between that. I'm kind of versed in all these broadcast rights now and mm. streaming rights and all that. Uh, that's, I think that was a big part of the sale. And because they have their own network, you'd think that they would be valued a little higher. That's my thought process, especially if you have not only your streaming rights, other sports, and the Nationals as well. But again... Not an expert. Yeah, it feels like we're us not, well, I was going to say not being trained businessmen, which is the number one sign that you're not a good businessman when you label it that way. But, like, I want, if the baby birds went on a run this year, like, would that actually do anything to their value? Like, you'd like to think no, like, but I don't know. It, they're, they just started what seems like an awesome window in Baltimore that, I don't know, I would have, like, Roll it out there for another year. If you win the World Series, I feel like you can add another zero on there or something. Yeah. Not a biz- not a schooled businessman. Except my diploma. From business school. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's a Bachelor of Science in Marketing, if you remember that. Nice. Yeah. Well, nice. Yeah. There was a trade that went down a while ago that we did not cover because we were too busy drafting home runs. The Mariners acquired Trev's Jorge Polanco from the Twins. Twins received Justin Tapa, uh, Disco, Gabe Gonza, hey. and Darren mm. Bowen, an unranked prospect, and cash money. Mm. Say Gabe Gonza? I like that already <laughs> for him. That's good. Yeah. Good people in Minnesota. Trev, you're our Minnesota hookup. Or, uh, Gago. Did you, get win- Did you get wind of this at Twins Fest? I think everyone knew this was coming because there's, I mean, I think there's more trades to, on the horizon for the Twins. They do have a lot of major league talent and, you know, at the top of the farm system uh, talent that it's creating a log jam, whether it's on the 40 man or just playing time in general. You know, Polanco, um, I believe, has this year and then an option. Uh, so they could keep him around, which is good, but they have Edder Julian there, man, my guy. Uh, who you know kind of demands playing time, and the really the only spot for him is second base. Um, he's got a lot of work to do defensively there, but I think he's got the mentality to to put the work in. Uh, so you know, Polanco was expendable, uh, not in the way that he just wasn't going to bring value to the Twins, but there just wasn't room. You got to you have to create room sometimes, and. Um, I think that this trade was on the horizon for a, a long time. I, I don't mind the package. I think it's, I think it's pretty dang good. Topa's a guy that I watched last year and was was really impressed with. You know, Discofani is gonna you know add some rotational depth, which I also believe the Twins needed. Uh, they need that like fifth, sixth starter there because injuries do happen, and some of the guys that they have that they're counting on haven't really produced you know, 150, 175 inning seasons yet. So, like, they need that depth. You get the prospect as well. So I, I don't mind the package coming back. I think that they they got better. I think, the like, their bullpen is going to be really, really good. And they got another guy. They also signed Jay Jackson from uh, that came over from the Blue Jays. Uh, so, like, they're, they're stacking their bullpen. I think that's going to be a, a point of emphasis for the Twins this year. Um, and Julian, the way he's the way he's hit, man, I think that him and Polanco, it's kind of, you could say that's just kind of a wash essentially because Polanco's a hell of a player too. But I think the Twins got better on the Mariner side. Like Polanco is a guy that's switch hitter, going to give you great at bats. Um, if he stays healthy, he's going to hit you know twenty homers. He's going to play solid defense. He's going to be 
a guy that I said this before, a guy that you just want at the plate in, in big situations because he doesn't care. Like he's 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 good in those situations, a good heart rate guy, if you will. Um, so I think this was one of my heart again. Rate right I think now? I, yeah. I mean, let me see. I think this was like known from Twins fans. Like this is going to happen. And I think, like I said, there's still some more like outfield pieces that the Twins would probably have to deal off because they, they just don't have room for these guys. So considering the fact that Twins didn't have what I would consider, considering the fact what I would mm. consider nice, uh, a ton of leverage, I think the the haul, if you will, is pretty good. Yeah, what's I, I guess the other part of this is like the, the Twins kind of, like this is, we just talked about the NL Central and the Brewers kind of looking at things differently, like, the the twins also, you know, we're gonna focus on the major league guys, obviously, but the twins brought in some prospects and stuff. Like I think Jimmy's uh Gago is a top one hundred prospect. Like they uh, you know, you bring in some innings with Discalfani, but they're also they're trying to like reload on the fly, which like you're saying, with Polanco being uh slightly dis- dispensable because of Eddie Julian. Um, I don't know. It's it if one of those if one of those guys does click, you look back as a Twins fan and it's like, hey, we kind of we we double cashed in a little bit. Eighty seven beats per minute. When you said my name, it jumped up to eighty nine. That was crazy. Mm. Makes sense. You are arousing, Jake. The Mariners. I'm interested to get you guys' opinion on it, if you don't mind me asking. Um, I thought I. I don't know. I thought I was going to be like, oh, Mariners, like, I don't know. I haven't been enthused with their offseason. Man, you wish there was another guy in the lineup that you're like, hey, they can pop with Julio. Like, you know, we we know Julio. Julio can win the MVP this season. Uh, I'm not saying it has to be someone like that, but the lineup is extremely balanced. Um, And, you know, uh, someone like Mitch Hanniger, who is now listed as their eight-hole, like their lineup looks balanced and deep, which which is nice. And you pair that with the rotation. They also sneaky traded for Gregory Santos over the weekend. That it's like okay, so they've do they have a deep balanced lineup and really good pitching? Like I, I know haven't loved the Mariners recipe this off season, but I when I when I looked at it, I was kind of okay Mariners. Like I. I didn't see what they were going for at first, and I was frustrated with their off season. And now I kind of see it, and I'm like. All right. Well, I had similar reaction. I was I was just like, oh, okay. And I don't know. It doesn't feel like the ceiling offensively is crazy high, but it also doesn't feel like it's crazy low. Seem bad. It, yeah. like, it looks like a bunch of solid MLB guys. That, that, it's above average ceiling. Like I'm not saying it's just right. going to be like a lot of guys that can, that can help. Um, I don't know where the, the all the damage is going to come from if they have it. But then when you mix it with their rotation, which I think is – awesome like yes. one of my favorite yeah. rotations in baseball i like what they're doing i am interested to see that how that lineup plays off of each other it is balanced like you get a switch hitter in polanco now um him and cal in the middle of the lineup dude switch hitters are huge well they went away from for a while now i think they're i don't know maybe getting back to it i'm not in charge of switch hitters <laughs> <laughs> Who is in charge of switch hitters? I, know, I just don't want to speak know. on it like I'm authority on it. Well, look, the starting pitching first in whip last year, you know, the the this is what Mariners fans have told me on X. Nice. Is that the Mariners are a reliever factory. Mm. So they don't care. They just they'll just toss relievers in trades because we'll just build another one in our lab. That's well, essentially know, what they've told. Well, I don't me. know what every fan base on a good team <laughs> thinks about their team. This is becoming a uh, cliche reliever factory. I mean, that's what Yankees fans tell themselves. That's what I bet. There's ten fan bases out there that right now. I thought we were the reliever factory because well, they can. There can be multiple factories. Jim. I know, I know, I know. But I don't think people realize that. Like so many teams say that. It's kind of a lot more. It's, teams it's, it's almost becoming teams. like the we play down to our competition. It's like yeah, like everyone does. Okay. Like relievers are just, it's the most volatile position in sports. It's very easy to have a good year and then be awful. So you don't hang on to them. You do trade them around. Like that's kind of like the game. Yes. But very I'm not denying position. that they are good at building up relievers. I just think, I think a lot of fans, uh, fan bases are taking pride in the very same thing right now. 
I think it's more of just a wave, just a wave through baseball and driveline and stats. I mean, that's that's the thing is we've talked about this on the show before. That's it's everyone can be a reliever factory because it's so easy to make adjustments for pitchers now, dude. And it's so quick. Like if you if you have some people that see like a certain thing in a guy like we saw with Robert Stevenson last year in in Tampa, dude, like these guys can make adjustments at a lightning quick pace now. So, man, if you're a reliever and you're not just setting up in front of cameras every fucking day, you're you're doing it wrong. Like, get there and figure some stuff out. Get your data where it needs to be. All right. Mm. You know who I watched? I don't know. You know who I watched pitch recently? Jake mm. Sanchez for okay. for in the Caribbean series. Okay. He's from California. How about that? And you know what? I liked his stuff. Now, nice. he blew the save and Panama won. But he was mixing his two-seam. I hated it pitch calling. But his stuff, go get him. He's 34, so maybe not. Um, never pitching the bigs, though. Yet. Jim Morris. Never even been on a big league team, it looks like. Well. Fuck yeah, Jake. Good for you. Get a minor league deal. Been playing professional baseball for eleven years, never even nasty. What do I don't, dude, he's never even been there? part of an organization. Mm. Oh wait, wait, wait! Okay. San Diego Padres in Oakland. What am I looking at? I'm so dumb. Dumber okay. than Jake. Sanchez. So what happened here? I'm saying yeah, I, I like know. like I'm I was off. watching him and I was like, this dude's got good stuff. We've gotten that part, but Someone you just told us he's never been a part of major league organization, and then you said, oh, well, Padres and A's. So it's just a little. But then I said, recently. "How dumb am I?" So I took <laughs> right, the onus then, on that. But there was instead of explaining where he was, you just said, "How dumb am I?" I just didn't look at the. Okay. G. I had blurry Cut. eyes or something. Do you have what years he was in either organization? Just as a point of curiosity. Uh, he was with the White Sox in 2013. White Sox too. Rookie, Whoa, rookie I mean, ball. Just... <laughs> and then the Oakland A's out, from I'm 2014 out. to 2018, and then the Padres what? in 2023. I was a teammate with this guy. What's his name? Jake Sanchez. You know two-seamer Jimmy likes? I don't know, man. Sinkers are back. Everyone knows that. Sinkers are back. Full name Jacob Sanchez. Love that. You were a teammate with him? I don't know. I was with the A's during that time that you mentioned. Well, he was in he was in A-ball. Well, he could have been in spring training. Saw me posting up in the corner with Matthew Chapman. Yeah, he could have been. He was a triple-A there. Heart rate down to 78. No chance. Okay. Um, I do like this quote from the Mariners GM, uh, Justin Hollander. I personally made more calls on this trade than I ever have on any trade before at the behest, love that word, Mm. of both my own want to add Polanco and our groups. Okay. So nice, much. nice word, and also it's how many much. trades you made, bro? That's a little much. But, like, how long has Justin Hollander been show. the GM? I'm never gonna drink again. Behest? Depotos, Depotos. You know, let's go. Come on. How many? Calls? You made the phone calls for Depoto, right? I don't know. I didn't like that. He was promoted to GM October of 22, so like we're approaching a year and a half on the job. So like, not. I that know Depoto's like the head guy, and like you know everybody. Yes. You know, everybody makes certain calls and, and are we out others. on Justin Hollander just like that? I'm, I'm he's like not it, yet, he not but. yet, but I mean he's leaning pretty close. That's a come on, dude. Be cool about it. Like act like you've traded before. No one in Seattle take the says lead the on behest. some more trades, man. Behest? Yeah, no one in Seattle uses that. No, no chance. It's not a I don't think that's like a articulate language city. <laughs> I don't think West. Well, I'm just saying it's a West Coast city. We're not formal on the West Coast. I'm including California in that. No one in California says the word behest. Okay. Okay. Saved it a little bit. I saved myself right there. A little bit. God. Just when Seattle was kind of letting you off the leash. Now you're back on, dude. No, they need me because I got the Polanco juice. Yeah, the guys up in Seattle don't really use fancy words. Do you think they do? Like, they're worried about climbing and hiking and spelunking and all that. Those things. Like, behest is not part of that. Down the Justin 70. Hollander graduated from Ohio State in 01. Got his mm. JD from the University of San Diego in 04. Okay, so this guy sh- also should not be so, using that word. 
Hmm. Well, what about like, uh, um, there's a lot of poets. Why don't you just artists. use Wilst while you're at it? Like there's, there's a whole like uh, artist community and they like using words that. Gosh, that's a good point. Normal people don't. Okay. Like slam poetry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it rains so much that you get sad. Mm. You have to talk about it. I mean, he's using early settler language, which is like, come on. This is the West Coast. Say the quote again. I personally made more calls on this trade than I ever have on any trade before at the behest of both my own want to add Polanco and our groups. At the behest of my own want? A fortnight of calls. <sighs> that's nuts. How about yeah. Mike Elias saying, I pursued this with dogged determination? Now, that's a sports yeah, guy. What's yeah, that's that's sports talk. <clears throat> These guys are having writers now. They're they're having writers script out their statements. No, dog is a good word. That's not fancy. It is a good word. Having or showing tenacity and grim persistence. I think yeah, like a dog going be, after a bone. Is it related to dogs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess you think it would say that a common, in the description. It's not a common, commonly used word. I think it is in like football. Dog it's a big. I think like football word. coaches. Yeah, it's sports. It's a sport. Yeah, well, well, it, yeah. I think you're getting it confused with dog. Like, that guy's a dog. No, I don't know how related it is with like dog. dogged pursuit. Is I think we're just think making that assumption because it makes cl one. it's close enough because dogs can pursue. I don't think it is. I'm not seeing anything about dog. I'll, I'll go. I'll go to etymology. I mean, Jake, what are you talking? about? The root word is dog and dogged. Let's like let's. De Especially it definitely in reference is. to hounds seeking game in the hunt. Oh, yes. yeah. From Dogged, adjective. Oh, yeah. Having the qualities of a dog, meaning persistent, silently abstinent. Dog. Nothing, yeah. to, do with, nothing the, to do with that. Silently with abstinent? Nothing to do with dogs. Obstinate? I don't know that word. Silently <laughs> obstinate. Every sentence we've just done, we find a new word we don't From know. 1779. But it's a big sports, like, recruiting or, like, scouting. Dogged. Okay. Because it oh, means they're not oh, going like to give up. Bonus is a huge dogged it's pursuit. It's only used in the sports yeah. section. Dogged pursuit. Okay. Mariners finish what in the AOS season. this year? Third. But maybe that gets them a wild card. Obstinate means go stubbornly refusing to change one's opinion or chosen course of action. Say so stubborn. Dogged. Hmm. Anything else you want to go over some of the other moves? Justin Turner, congratulations. You're a Blue Jay. I think the red is going to play off well in the uniforms. Mm. I wanted to make sure I said that. It did great with Dodger Blue. I think it's the Blue Jays uniforms, similar color palette. Don't so. they have a little red that – do they show the Canadian flag or the I'm maple – the leaf is red or something? Red. Yeah, oh, they, they, there's they some red that there. Accent, yeah. That's nice. Uh, dude, I think their Canada Day jerseys, the red, some of the best jerseys in baseball. Okay. So get a congratulations, lefty. Justin Turner. What's get, going on with the fucking Blue Jays? Get a lefty, An Toronto. Angel signed Aaron Hicks. Congratulations, Aaron Hicks. You came back home. Twins, Carlos Santana, which is another. I told you they already had too many people. Like Alex Kirloff supposed to play for his base. Now Carlos Santana is playing for his base. What are they going to do? I think there's more trades to come there. Justin Turner, DH? Ross Stripling is going to... Yeah. Quit baseball because he got traded to DAs. Chicken strips. So sorry. Maybe he gets to keep his apartment. Maybe. Maybe. Probably. He's not going to move to Oakland. I don't know where he was living. There's good. Probably. There's nice neighborhoods in Oakland, but also uh, having your car broke into is legal. So not legal, but Alame they don't do anything. Alameda. About it. A lot of people say there. My younger sister um, lived in Oakland for two, for a while. Apartment got broken into twice. It was like the safest neighborhood in Oakland. Piedmont? Is that the... Uh, right by the lake. Blanken. Okay. I didn't know there was a lake in Oakland. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's actually pretty. Really? I mean, the actual... The whole ocean like, thing. I knew that. Well, the ocean isn't pretty around there. You got to go up north more. Okay. Always been a geography pod. Hey, Mets got some relievers. Like, Congratulations, guys. Merritt? Fill in the pen. It's like Merritt in Oakland? 
Could be. It sounds right. Marin Marin County. Mm. That's not Oakland at I all. Yeah, it. like Merritt. Yeah, I'd believe it. Otto Fuji and Deekman. There's a dinner squad sending some angles at you. Yeah, my that's God. like my nightmare right there. Yeah, that actually I sucks. Of, I faced Ottavino <laughs> in spring training one time, and I was like, I swung at a pitch that like landed in the left-handers batter's box, and I was like, I don't want to fucking <laughs> that any stinks. part of Spring training. I haven't seen a slider in months, and all of a sudden I get Ottavino uh, thrown behind me. No thanks. Ray signed Phil Maton. 0.80 ERA this year. Still yeah. no perfect, perfect season. That, I think, right? The Rays quit. And the fact that you said the Rays like aren't impressive to you, you you know better than they to say that. What? People are out on the Rays. No one cares about them. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. That's not, that's not to say they're not going to be good, Trev. It's just their, their polish of being fun and copied is out. People want to be like the Orioles now. They want to rebuild mm. and have like a fun, lively fan base and young stars that will stick around, not play in front of 5,000 people on a Tuesday cheering on guys you don't even know. You know what? I'm going to be... I think in Tampa early season. So I'll be at the trop rooting my rays on. How about that? Doubt it. Are you there representing the twins? I don't think you can root for the race. I don't know how that works anymore. <laughs> I'm, 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 I need to definitely not question. supposed to be rooting for the race. <laughs> yeah. That'd be bad. If they're not playing each other, what does it matter? Early April, I'm going to be at the trop. Go race. Go as the go Minnesota Pirates. twins. sideline reporter. <laughs> I'm not, first of all, I'm an analyst. Sorry. Not biased. I not liked when they let deal. you play I, Rover last year. You're in the booth. I did You're it. on the field. So, yeah. That makes that makes one of us because I was not about that life. <laughs> I was literally having a new I job. told them. I said there's one thing that I want you guys to like know. I'm not gonna get down on my knee and hold the microphone. Up to Rocco's face for ten minutes mm. during the scrum. I'm not doing that anymore. That I was seriously would have like elbow pain because I'd have to <laughs> hold the microphone for like ten minutes. And I know that doesn't seem like a long time, but try to hold your arm out for ten minutes with a microphone, people, and tell me how it feels. Full that's, agree. That, One minute. Yeah, adds no. Up. That's how Kev lost his arm on our social. Yeah, team. so I'm out. <laughs> scrums are scrums anymore. are terrible anyway. I went into Brandon Hyde scrum once as a joke for like two seconds, and I just said boring. Yeah. This guy's lying Dick, to all of you. Dick Bremer was. And you're asking questions you don't care about. I think that's right. the episode. Sound off. Who's your favorite Mariner? Put some words in the in the comments that we should start using. George Kirby's my favorite Mariner in the landslide. Landslide? Oh, dude, he's my one of my favorite pitchers in all of baseball to watch pitch. Julio. Uh, JP Crawford gets mentioned. Starting every pitchers show. are more you watch them more. You do. Love I can't tell pitch. if I'm like more in on Julio or I'm out on Julio because everyone's in on Julio, so I can't really be. Uh, just just jumped up to 91. Cal Rally. Did the music get me going? Big dump.